welcome back with us today. We are going to be talking about surgeries and the reconstructive process. So we're going to start with the first one, which was the first mastectomy. So we both had a first mastectomy and it was just our right side. Yep, cancer side. Cancer side, <laughs> taken out, and then I was sewn flat. Mm-hmm. Were you I had I had an expander put in and um, ended up having some issues with that from radiation. So that ended up getting infected. And so we tried to salvage it. That didn't work. So we ended up taking that out and sewing flat too. So how far into um, radiation did you get before you guys realized that you had to take it out? Um, it was really towards the end. I don't remember exactly. It was after. I think I finished radiation, and as it was getting bad, we took it out. We had already, like, filled it. We took some fluid out during radiation because it was struggling. And right at the end, I think, is when all of that happened. Because I never had radiation with it flat, so it was definitely in during So then your skin was, like, super irritated. Yeah, it was not. (laughs) So how did that work when they sewed you back up? You know what I mean? Like, how, wasn't the skin just, like, super fragile to, like, hold? It was, yeah. It had been after, it had, like, kind of healed over, but just was never enough to, like, really, we did, actually, we did, we did a fill after radiation to try to, like, kind of put it back once everything seemed like it was healing, and then, um, it just really couldn't handle it, so, um, that's when everything kind of went bad, but it was bad, it just was, like, very much, like, a very scarred up, (laughs) flat, like, area, area, (laughs) very wrinkled, and, and very tan, but, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it wasn't good, but, um, that's why we went, I really didn't want to do implants to begin with. Um, I really just, once I had learned about the, the flap surgeries and that I could possibly remake it with my own tissue, that just sounded right for me. Um, and then when that happened and I couldn't have the expander in, they had taken so much tissue out during my mastectomy that it really, the flap was the best option. There was no way they were going to be able to do a, um, an implant and make it work. So Did they it ended up being best. About doing the, um, like doing the muscle in the back and then putting an implant or was it like strictly? No, it, we didn't even talk about that. It was strictly, we need the, the flap, the deep flap would be the best result for me for that area so that's what we went to and I'm really glad it was a much bigger surgery and process than I was expecting in fact it's still going it's like been almost two years now and 11 total surgeries but it's just um we're getting to the end and it's just so I did that and then we did the left side um and the flap for that too and now it's just like touching up and trying to get them filled and matched and so from your so you had the mastectomy and then you had the insert taken out mm-hmm. and then you had the um, well dip. I had the insert like cleaned out first that was its own little surgery that didn't oh, work the expander and so then I took that out sewed it up and then we did the deep flap and then I went to the left side did that mastectomy with an expander and then um and that one took that one was fine yep and then we did the flap from under my butt on each side only one of those flaps worked it should have been two so only one of those worked so that's where we found ourselves um a couple more surgeries in I don't have enough tissue to build up my left side so we keep doing the um liposuction type stuff to try to fill it 
um, they like spin your fat really fast to a liquid and like then like stick it all in there. It's crazy, 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 crazy that it can work, but then it like re-situates. So, I don't know. <laughs> what part about like from your thighs, your butt, or like the combination of the area, you know, they, they say your thighs, they get up in that butt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so what about that didn't, like, I know you showed me pictures, but whenever they explained it to you, like, what about it didn't work? So it has to do with the blood connection. Okay. And they had had troubles, like, finding one of the, whatever they looked for, the artery or the yeah. vein, the lines um, in the office before the surgery. Yeah. But he found it and was pretty confident he could do it. And so during the surgery, when they were reconnecting all that blood supply, the one flap, just for whatever reason, wouldn't work the way the supply line ran or how it works or whatever. So we could only, I woke up, (laughs) it was like a little itty bitty boob. And I was like, what is this? No, 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 no. So I was pretty frustrated after that. And I'm like, what am I doing? And Every surgery, like reconstruction, like you're not sick anymore, but you're still like coming off of that and just trying to, so it's, this is where I've dealt with the most of my, not guilt, but I'm like, oh, I keep putting everybody through this and, but we all made this decision before my husband and I, and you know, the kids kind of just roll with it, but this is what in the long run would be the right choice for me um, to be happiest. And so I think it's worth a little extra work and time to be happy in the long run. Maybe if I was much older when all this happened, I would have gone a different route, but it means to be 30. I would really like, like everything to look nice and just close and all of that turns into a factor that as much as I want to say, I don't care. Like I would like to be able to get a shirt off the rack and have it fit like how it used to fit or, you know, or how I would like it to sort of fit. So I don't know. And it, what about I think that's one of the hardest things about the process that we chose and which I should just state. I mean, I really only chose this because I saw that you had done it. And after talking to, to our surgeon, who's the same surgeon, he said, um, that the, the, is it the deep? I always call it the dip because <laughs> I want to take that out. I don't really know which one is correct, but just kind of use whichever. But he had said, he's like, if you want to do this, you're going to have to cut a muscle out of your back and then put an an implant on it. And I was like, well, if you're going to cut me open anyways, Mm -hmm. might as well just do my stomach. And I think the thing about this process is there's so many things that, I mean, you're an example. I mean, you're on your 11th surgery. You're going to have your 12th somewhere within you know the few months Uh but I'm very curious if anybody out there I'm sure there are people out there but I'm very Uh curious to hear someone's experience who didn't experience a hiccup Uh or like a like a just go through and do I know and I think that's where like everybody's like oh you're just to the fun part it's just the reconstruction and you know it's not not that big of a deal or whatever and oh you get your new boots and I want to be like, oh my gosh, this is almost more work in a different way yeah. than, you know, um, then it's definitely more than I expected, but I feel like it's, it's been harder. a little bit and yeah, yeah. Like it's not scary anymore. Um, I'm not like fighting for my life or whatever they want to say, but, um, it's still trying to get back and like being torn from wanting to heal, wanting to look like myself or be, you know, yeah. be, be in a good spot both ways I just want to wear a bra that like both sides fit in like that's all I want and you don't <laughs> have to like stuff in there not 
Yeah, yeah. Which we need to give a shout out to the knitted knockers, ladies. If you're going through this and have had like a mastectomy and you're flat on one side or both sides or whatever, um, and you're waiting on reconstruction, these things are amazing. amazing. Look up knittednockers.com and they will, you pick your size and the color and they will send you these things that go in your bra and they look so good and they feel good and it's the best, um, I mean, worn them off and on oh my gosh yeah the last couple years and it's been great so I remember when they wrote a like a pros a prosthesis for us to wear and I was like that does not sound cool I don't want to I mean I don't even know how those attach to you oh my gosh when you told me I had my um the plastic surgeon that I used originally um gave me a like it's like a breast implant like it was like a clear silicone if you've seen it in a movie like yeah like a big squishy thing and it was my size and I would put that in but it was heavy and sometimes it would like rub, rub on my skin where and I couldn't feel it but then I would look and I would have like a scab where it rubbed and so um those were just heavy like it just didn't wasn't comfortable so this was um these were awesome especially in the summer in the pool like you can swim in them they I were- was just gonna say I know they're not <laughs> I want to say I read on there, like, you know, like, don't swim with them. I swam with them. They held up fine. Everything. They're actually really nice because they're just, um, like, the shape is just right. It looks so natural in a bra. And you don't think it. I took mine out of the package, and I was like, this is ridiculous. What is this? But it's so cool. It really, yeah, I will, like, I would, because my, my reconstruction is my one is nice and my other one is not so nice. So I stuck my knit and knocker in. I was like, oh, well, they kind of balance out now. Fill out the rest. I know, that's right. I need to probably take mine back out because I have some space that just needs to get filled for right now. And I was really hoping this summer I was like, yeah, we're going to have it all done and I'm going to be in a bathing suit. And now I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing the mom swimsuit. <laughs> one more year. One more year. <laughs> Like, the style of, I used to be, like, very, like, like boob-centered, but yeah. now, like, the way that my scars come across and different, not that I, like, I'm definitely not embarrassed of them, and I really could care less that I have scars, but I also really would not, like, like, it's just the location. I'm like, yeah. I really don't want your attention drawn to the very deep cleavage of my new boobs or my butt, like, right up under my butt cheeks. I'm not where I want your eyes drawn, so need to find some swimsuits to cover that but it's like the opposite of what I used to shop for so yeah. I'm in a weird spot of swimsuit well, that shopping. and I think I think if you give the scars like once they stop digging them once they mm-hmm. stop messing with them I feel like if you which I use vitamin E on it and I highly recommend it um our doctor even mentioned he's like what have you been using on them they look really good and my one friend told me, I mean, which is a very awkward, I mean, I'm standing there topless, and he's, like, oh, hooking all up in That's there. So and good, though. He's like, those look really good. I was like, well, thank you. That's smart. I need to do. He keeps asking me. He's like, are you putting anything on these? I'm like, no. I don't even, I can't even remember to put lotion on my knees every day. Right? The scars that I need to. I think it would really, really help. But I think, like, I'm scared to wear a swimsuit that shows them because I know what scars look like when they get a lot of sun and they get dark red and mm-hmm. nasty. That's true. And yeah, they can really. And I was like, okay. 
I just need to keep it. I'm not so much worried about the ones behind my legs. I mean, I don't ever really like tan on my stomach. Right. Yeah. Usually, for the sun. Yeah, I'm moving around, mm-hmm. so I'm not so worried about those scars. But like, like your breast and like my mm-hmm. underarm and stuff. Oh yeah, you definitely get sun. Just like, and I've been looking at swimsuits. So like, I know. I'm just not not there. No, not at yet. All. But so you had. So how many of those were fillers for you? Um, I think I've done three of those so far. Three where they scrape. So, so I did one up here. That sounds so painful. And I know that's the next step for me oh. and I'm so scared. <laughs> it's painful, but it's so different. It's not like a major surgery. So it's like a few days of like, wow. Like I remember yeah. the first one I did. Um, I remember you texting me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy my husband's like, can you believe people paid? And I was like, no, no one should ever pay to get my phone done. But then, like, it goes from very intense, like, out to, like, just sore for a couple of days. Like, it's not, like, one of these big flat surgeries where you're just down for weeks. Like, this is, was a decent turnaround. I had a drain a couple times, um, which the first time I was like, what? I woke up so angry. I'm like, these drain drains are going to be... <laughs> I mean, they're great. They do their job, but they're absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. Terrible. Terrible. I'm very convinced that that is why I've had four surgeries and I've had an infection after each surgery. Mm -hmm. And the second time I had an infection, I had to be readmitted to the hospital, get IV antibiotics, came home. Then the third one got another, another infection, came back to the hospitals in the hospital for five days that time. And then they sent me home with a pick line. And I was hysterically crying because I was like, I didn't make it this far just for them to put a pig line in me now. You're like, this is supposed to be the fun part. It's not, it's not a fist fight. Yes. I know. All of that's scary. And that too, like the complications just really make you like check yourself too. I yeah. was like, why am I doing this every time? Yes. And it's taken me like coming full circle and I've reached out to you and you've reached out to me and it's like, this isn't worth it. And you know, you go through this whole circle of just mental struggle of why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. You know, when you really just want to keep healing from the initial, you know, chemo yeah. and all of that. And That's why I, I think now is harder is because you're dealing with the aftermath of fighting for your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still in a sense fighting because you're still taking your shots, you're doing your meds, you're doing your checkups, but now you're doing something like you said that's not, reconstruction is not a necessity. Mm-hmm. It is something that you're doing to help piece yourself back together. And and you're using your body as a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. And I really, I think when I was sick, all I wanted was a body that was well. And I was yeah. like, I don't, I'm never going to be this hard on myself again about looks and sight and all of that. And so then to come out of this and be like, okay, but it's also, I think I just really have to keep the mindset. And for some people to be able to be flat is perfect for them. And I think that's so cool. And anywhere in between from yeah. going to the lengths that we've gone to, you know, whichever, um, there's just, you have to figure out what's right for you and what you want to do to get to that point but it's it's hard um to really not feel I just sometimes feel not selfish but um it's just frustrating yeah to, to have to keep going through it because it, yeah. especially when things go wrong like if it was like like you said no hiccups but I mean major like holes developing like all of that was just you know like, we have not even... touched on that so what I was gonna say is like 
so after my third surgery, I got my fourth one within less than a month because I was getting another infection after I'd already been treated for the infection. Right. They got me, they literally called me on a Friday and said, hey, have they talked to you? And I said, no. And they said, well, we want to get you in on Wednesday. And this was before they shut down everything for COVID-19. And I will never forget it. The day before we went in the hospital, there was a woman speaking in Raleigh and she's like if you do not have to go to the hospital do not go there it is the last place you need to be right now and my husband looks at me and starts laughing he's like yeah this is gonna be fun and I was like oh sweet Jesus for real you're like I need my boot fixed so it's not I was like I need this tissue expander out my body doesn't agree with it I need it out I need it out but the worst so got the fourth surgery they sent I talked to the doctor I was like you need to just send me home with the pick line send me home with the meds and I was like, okay, I'm not going to get, well, maybe I'm not going to get an infection this time. And then I got an insanely bad rash that had me switching medications and on a steroid that lowered my immune system. But the whole point of that is what I'm trying to get to is now after I have a surgery, the surgery is not what I worry about. It is day eight or nine whenever I get an infection. That's when I start, and, and my husband and I were even talking about this, and I was like, I know I'm getting depressed right now. I know I'm getting upset. I know I'm starting to panic because... My past has told me, at, yeah, at this time, this is what's going to happen. And it's, it brings up all those emotions you just said. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing this? What mm-hmm. is the point? Especially when it's, like, your overall health. Like, I can deal with pain in an area being built. Like, I could take, do that all day. Yeah. But when it really, like, an infection where your whole body's put at risk and, you know, it, that's just, or even just having to go back into the hospital at a time where you're at risk, it's just scary and it does it really makes you question what am I doing but yeah then it all kind of yeah rounds off and I'm like oh love my boobs like this is going great so we're getting somewhere especially as I'm slowly now getting to the you know a couple more hiccups but for the most part now just trying to get to a point where we can finish them off and make some final decisions it's pretty cool to be here didn't think it would take this long but it's great to be in this spot and I love that you're just, like, X amount ahead of me because then I'm like, okay, like, she's so close to being done. That means that, like, this time well, next hopefully year. hopefully you won't have as many of the little in-between random stuff, so you could be even earlier. We could be, like, on the same by the end of this. You're catching up quick. That little turnaround, your only month in between, <laughs> caught you up a lot. Oh, my gosh. But you were talking about, so another issue we both have had, like, mine have not been as as large as the ones you've had to deal with, but there, whenever you have these surgeries, there can be infections or tears that rip into your body and they create little tunnels. Yeah, little like necrotic tissue just doesn't get the blood flow or there's too much trauma and so it turns into basically like a zombie hole looking horribleness of that in itself. It's probably my worst days I you have to pack them and change it out and it wasn't that painful I mean there's really not that much feeling in those areas where you've just had surgery or had it attached so thankfully it didn't look anywhere or didn't feel as bad as those looked but I just wasn't prepared for that as a like I don't remember that on any of my <laughs> releases or anything I mean maybe it said like oh you might have necrotic t-, but it just didn't register what that would be so that was a big um hurdle to get through like it's just like changing out it, packing seeing a giant hole smell sick. of tissue oh it was just not good lots it's- of crying in those <laughs> weeks and I'm still packing right now my hole I was telling her earlier that my hole has gotten smaller but there's so many moments when I'm packing and I'm just 
like it makes my stomach curl on the inside because I'm like I can literally see like if I put a flashlight in there I can see up into my body Ugh. and it makes me sick and it's the, the one of those moments like I cannot believe this is happening to me it really is and it's just like especially when it becomes kind of normal like I remember a couple of weeks in I had my little routine down of like the wash you use and like putting gloves on, you know all these yeah. different steps I would take um for the first time and my husband did it for me the first few times and then I was like no I can do this better like I could really pack it where he was trying not to hurt me um I was like no I'll just do it but I just now I mean a year about a year later can like smell bleach smell again and not like get a because whatever like antiseptic stuff I use the stuff called wash and it was amazing I credit it to keeping that whole thing from not getting infected and it would kind of take like the death smell away but it um <laughs> really just I would smell it and I'm like oh god it's coming the bad change out is coming and it's twice a day I mean it's a major ugh, and then you're walking smell. around with it and I just it oh, just yeah, blows my mind because you know other people go through maybe not stuff similar to us but other people have these holes in their body and they're packing them and they're walking around like everything's fine and it's it really definitely taught me a lot about the way like a wound is is treated I've never had something like that and leaving it open like it went against all of my logic of we need to like stitch this up like yeah. we need to close that thing and I don't understand why you were not you know like pouring alcohol and antibiotics into it and it just needed to do its own thing and like seeing that tissue like slowly just like fill back in was pretty cool I mean yes it horrible. is, is neat to see your body self-keel really I really glad it happened but I mean not I didn't want it to happen but I'm glad it filled back in I didn't believe them I was like no way no way is that gonna close like you could fit a golf ball in there that thing's not closing um but then it did and then in one of the following surgeries he just Close it up, and it's like it never happened. So, or like took the little scar and yeah. out where it had healed in. But it's insane. Crazy. It's insane. I don't. If I had to have one word to describe this process, insane. It is. It is. It just keeps going. But still, even after all of that, it just really. I still feel like I'm on the right path, path for me. Yeah, I'm really starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and just get there. I want to get over it, and I don't feel like I can fully recover from everything that's happened until I'm done, like, going in for surgeries and, you know, having these done. But um, we're getting closer, so. Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. I don't, yeah. Ugh. Like, when I'm only going in for my shot and, like, random checkups, I feel like it's the point where it's really going to hit home, like, that this is... On the downslope. On the downslope. Not over. I don't think it will be. But I know. <laughs> At least it's gotten me over, like, the waiting for year five. Like, we're already <laughs> two years in. Right. I just hit two years from my last radiation treatment. So, I'm like, oh, this went fast. Because <laughs> I was doing all this other stuff the whole time. So That makes me wonder when you're, like, three, four, and five come... I know. Are you going to feel like it's taking forever to get three, four, and five? Or are you going to feel like, okay, well, now I I'm back into a normal Everything's routine. been broken down into, like, okay, these three months, we, we do one surgery, then three or four months. And then we do one surgery, and then three or four months. And so that's what's gotten me through all these. And now I'm like, oh, when there's not that. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just crazy. That's, that's when all the crazy madness with your children will pick up and everybody will be doing a sport. And... I know, real life again. Just that. And no more homeschooling. No, no, let's get that done with. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you.
thank you for joining us today and we hope to see you guys again soon.